In your Bibles, turn to the book of James. It's that little letter just uh, after Hebrews. And uh, James is a, is a great book of encouragement to me, and I think it will be to you. And uh, this is um, uh, about the testing of our faith and, and how, um, how, how the world tests our faith, but God is faithful to help us in our faith, and He gives us His blessings when we turn to Him in faith. I want to read this to you from uh, James chapter 1, beginning at verse 2. And it says this, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. But let him ask in faith without doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Let's pray again. Lord, we just ask, God, that you would add a blessing to the reading and to the hearing of your word. Father, let it go forth and not return void. And it's in your name I pray. Amen. The more I travel and, and just go about my normal day, the more I see the, that the stress levels in, in, in the world seem to be at a breaking point. It's almost like the, that there's a raw nerve being stepped on. And I think um, this is the result of um, the pandemic and, and, and the shutdowns that, that occur. I think uh, as, as uh, troubles and trials come upon people with uh, things like the job losses and, and inflation, it gets harder and harder to, um, to uh, have a grocery budget <laughs> and, and, and pay a grocery bill even. Uh, that there are other financial strains, the housing market isn't good, and, and, and we tend to um, uh, worry about those things, but it just seems like it, those kinds of things are compounding right now in the world all at once to cause ju just this, uh, the, the stre these stress levels. In fact, it's so, so um, bad, you know, right now we we're having um, crime um, has increased in the streets, and, and, and because of that, a, a lot of people are stressed. There's raw nerves in, the, in these cities as, as crime gets worse and worse. Um, but also, that, that there's a lot of mental illness in the world um, that's out there today. And um, I, I've never seen an era where mental illnesses are, are not only, you know, being revealed and, and being... Um, and, and having light shed on them, which they do need light shed on them. But a lot of these mental illnesses are being promoted and, and uh, b being allowed to continue and, 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 and being uh, pushed in the media as, as something to be celebrated. But, but it's all mental illness. The world seems to be going crazier and crazier. And, you know, what can, can we do in such a chaotic world? And, and, some, and, and even with, with the normal day-to-day um, -day pressures of life. That, that, those things um, can crowd into us, especially if, if um, the, 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 there's a lot of those coming on to us at the same time. 
and, and, and we tend to get overwhelmed and, and, and allow the, these things to defeat us, to drag us down, uh, to uh, cause us to push off our relationships with people, and sometimes uh, even preventing our relationship with, the, with God. Because uh, I, I think uh, sometimes either we doubt God's goodness or His help, or we are um, blaming God for the situations uh, that we fall into. And, and, and a lot of it is simply because we live in, in a fallen, chaotic world. But God is, is, is a God who, who loves us. And James is telling us that um, if, if we believe in God and turn to Him in faith, uh, especially in, in during the pressures of life, God has some glorious promises for us. And I wanted to look at those today. James, in, in, in his book, he's talking to a group of believers who are under pressure. Um, probably a, a church. Um, he, he talks about the, the, the tribes in the dispersion, which means that, that there are uh, various Jewish believers in, in, in different areas around the world. I'm not sure what dispersion he's referring to. It could be the, the fact that the Jerusalem church had faced such persecutions and, um, and, and had been largely driven out of Jerusalem. In fact, they transferred... Uh, really, the, the capital shifted for, for, for Christian work from Jerusalem to Antioch there for a while. Um, but I think that, that's part of what he's deferring, uh, referring to. And, and, and there were pressures of life for, from all these Jewish believers, not just the fact that they had been dispersed, but, but a lot of them had, had lost their homes, their livelihoods, and, and they were facing financial pressures from, from where they had kind of been driven out. And James himself, um, this, this uh, likely is the brother of Jesus, um, one of Mary's other sons, and he is the, um, the, the uh, leader of the church in Jerusalem. And, and he, he, he's seen the, how, how um, uh, the persecution that uh, caused the, 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 the dispersion of the Jews throughout the, um, the territory and uh, Jewish believers, throughout the Christian believers throughout the territories, and uh, how, how it uh, has affected them. And so he, he wants to encourage the, these folks who are under these kinds of pressures, you know, trying to, trying to you know, pick up and move, trying to find a livelihood, um, all those things. And, and, and it's similar to some of the things we go through today. Maybe we haven't faced some sort of big dispersion like this, but, but there's always um, pressures and anxiety when it comes to... Um, scraping out a living in this world. But he says, Count all joy, brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. He's wanting, James wants the church to know that if we have faith in God, that we should maintain our faith of God, faith in God in the face of pressure. And he starts by saying that we should see these trials as a testing of our faith. It's an opportunity for us to, um, to come to understand God, to turn to God, to realize uh, that we need God. And, and he, wants, he wants believers to turn to Him in faith. He, he wants, God, God wants to hear our troubles. God wants to hear our, our, our tribulations. He wants us to turn to Him. Now, a lot of times, you know, the, 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 there are sources for trials and tribulations. 
I, I, I don't think God is, is necessarily the cause of those things. The cause is that we live in a fallen, chaotic world that rejected God a long time ago. And because of that, um, because of our rejection of God, what we've done is pushed Him away. And, and God is, is a gentleman. He, he backed off from the world. Um, but He cast us out of paradise, too, at the same time. Uh, so, so there is this sense of judgment against sin. Um, but, but, but even God's judgment, uh, yet, yes, God is going to judge the world for its sin, and He's going to sweep the wicked away. And, and, and even in, in, in this day and time, the wicked will eventually meet, meet their end. And, and, and those who, who are violent tend to be on the wrong side of history. They, they, they tend to fail. God's goodness is still in the world in those situations. But God is not the cause of our troubles and trials. The cause of our troubles and trials is because we rejected God a long time ago, and the world fell into chaos because of it. Um, we, we, we lost paradise. We lost fellowship with God. And, and, and God um, stepped back. Now, He um, didn't abandon the world, of course, because we know in the Bible, over and over again, God reached out to people. He reached out to, to uh, Noah and his people and saved them from the, from the destruction that came uh, because the violence had filled the earth. He reached out to a man named Abraham, and, and through him and his descendants, all nations of the world would be blessed if only Abraham would commit himself to, to the Lord and have faith in him. God, you know, uh, Abraham's um, generation after him, um, they, they ended up in slavery in Egypt, and God brought them out miraculously through, through the ten plagues and through the Red Sea um, under the leadership of Moses, and, and God um, get, re, uh, gave them back the land that they had lost, the promised land. Uh, over and over again, God, God showed His blessings to His people, even though there was a separation because of sin. And, and God has even dealt with, with that separation in history, uh, first through, through showing them the sacrifices, but all those sacrifices pointed to Jesus Christ and His coming into the world. So not only is, are, are we, has God helped us in the troubles and trials of life, but he, he has done something about the problem that caused in the first place human sin and, and the source of sin within us through the Son, Jesus Christ, and His ultimate sacrifice. His death and resurrection means that sin is defeated and that we can have a new life in God. So all these promises are, are there in God's Word for us, and, it, and if we continue to look to Him, um, it, it tells us that, that God will help us, God will aid us. Faith is believing in, in the promises of God. And, and as the book of Hebrews says, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We have not seen God. We know that He is living and, and alive. We know that He has acted in history. We know that He has acted through the Son, Jesus Christ, we know that He is living and active in the world through the Holy Spirit, but, but nobody has actually seen God. And, but one day we will, when, when He returns, the Bible promises us that. But faith is believing. You know, if we have evidence before our eyes of something, um, it's no longer faith, it's, it's, it's knowledge. But faith is believing in things that we don't know yet, that we haven't seen yet, trusting that, 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 that it, it's going to happen. And, and, and trusting in things that we don't see. And, and I'm, not, I'm not saying we have a blind faith. We have the promises of God in history to stand upon. 
But we have faith in, in God, even though we have not seen Him. We believe in Him. We know He's working with, with our lives. We know He's helping us. We know He's protecting us, even if we don't see Him directly. Faith is, is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And, you know, and especially when, when pressure and anxiety are coming upon us, the, 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 the problems and the trials of life are, are always going to be there. But when we turn to faith in God, He has promised to help us through those times. And that any, any trial that comes up, anything that comes up, we can look at them as, as a test from God to test our faith, to see if we trust in Him, and also to increase our faith and trust in Him. I mean, that, that, that's what a test is for, is, 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 is to test our knowledge, but also help us to, to um, be able to begin to generalize that knowledge in, in, in useful and practical ways. God is testing us um, through these situations in order to help us to, to, to draw closer to Him, to increase our faith, to strengthen us as believers. All of those things, but especially this idea that God is, is, is faithful to help us through the troubles and trials in life. He is a living God. He is an active God. He, he is involved in the world. He's involved with our individual lives. He's big enough to help us in, in, in the times of trouble. He's, he's omnipresent enough to be with everyone who believes in Him and trusts in Him. He, he is the only being that, that, that is all-powerful to help us in any situation that we, that we find ourselves in. And He is sovereign over the world. Now you ask, why, why does God um, still allow evil and suffering if He's so good and if He's so wonderful? Well, again, it, it's... Number one, we live in a chaotic world, but also He wants us to have faith in Him so that we come out, out of this chaos if He just ended all of our problems and wiped them away, I don't think that we would appreciate God as much, and I don't think we would love Him as much. And I think God allowed, um, gave us free will to allow for the possibility of us rejecting Him so that God can later come back and even say, Look, you know, I, I care for you. Here's how I'm caring for you. Here's how I'm loving you. Here's how I'm sustaining you. Now just believe in me and trust in me, and I will help you through these times. James wants believers to have faith in God in the face of the pressure. Faith under pressure. Faith when, when, when things don't, don't look so good. Faith when, when my health is failing. Faith when my financial situation is, 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 is difficult. Faith when my family and friends are coming against me. All those, all those different kinds of pressures that come in come into life our, our response should, should be okay Lord Lord you're testing me I'm coming to you in faith T testing brings about growth it's not to bring about our defeat and, and um, I'm turning to you in, in faith and, and what he says also too uh, in, in this passage he says if any of you lacks wisdom let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given him that's verse 5 so not, not only does this have to do with um, having faith in God during the pressures, a lot of times we have questions. Uh, God, why is this happening to me? 
Or, or Lord, why is this happening to, to this person over here? Lord, 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 why is my health failing in such a way? Lord, Lord, why are people coming up against me over this? I'm losing friends over this situation. Lord, why am I experiencing such loss and grief in my life? God is, is the source of all wisdom because He also not, is not only omnipresent and all-powerful, He's also all-knowing. God, God knows our past, our present, and our future. It's sort of like, and I've talked about this before, and I've used this analogy. God does not exist inside time and space. What He does is that He exists outside time and space and is looking in on His creation. So He's not bound by time. He's not bound by space. He's eternal and able to be present everywhere. Um, but but he, he looks at everything as like in, in the fishbowl. You've got a fishbowl, and you put in the rocks and, 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 the, and the little gravel and, and the little plants and, and the, uh, the little um, decorations, you know, undersea decorations, like some sort of dilapidated ca castle that, that's taken over by coral or things like that. Then you put the little fish in, you see them going back and forth. But, 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 but what you're really doing when, when you look into a fishbowl, you're seeing everything all at once. But you might not perceive the, the whole picture. You might be looking at one little thing, the fish or the, or the, or the gravel or the castle. And you, you, you notice different things at different times and, and focus in on them when, when you're looking at that. That, that. That's how God is outside of time and space. He sees everything um, from, from beginning to end. He, he, he knows everything that, 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 that's in um, our, our crea his created universe and yet he's able to focus on one thing at a time and, and, and be able to, to he, has, he has power to, to be um, with, with, each, with each single person that, that, that's out there he, he's big enough, he's powerful enough he's large enough one of the problems um, that we have with faith is that we, um, we're unable to see God beyond our, our own problems in our own world and, and, or, or even worse sometimes we think that um, God is someone who can um, be manipulated by us or, or we, we can pull Him out of our pocket whenever we need Him. Um, and, and sometimes we think, well, that, 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 that situation in my life is too big for God to handle, so I need to try to handle it myself. <clears throat> um, and, and a lot of people you know, live by this idea that I can pull myself up by my own bootstraps. And, and you might be able to do that. You might be able to dig yourself out of financial holes. You, you, you go to other people for advice for that. You might be able to um, f find ways of making more money and, and those kinds of things. But when it comes down uh, to, to the real problems of life, those things that, that are the immaterial parts of our lives, um, our, our soul within us, our spirit, um, our, our sinful lives that, 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 that are um, caught up um, uh, by, by simple habits that we can't break and those kinds of things, um, only God can help us ultimately with those things. And God can help us with the material things too if we'll turn to Him. The problem, the source of a lot of our problems is, is our own sinful natures within us and, and our own self-centeredness and our own self-focus. When we, 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 but when we seek God for wisdom and how to deal with these situations, and, 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 and we stop 
uh, doubting God and stop questioning God. And, and, and I don't want us to stop questioning God. But I want us to stop doubting God. Um, some of you may have noticed that I've been trying to do some psalms on Facebook during the week and just talk about them briefly. And um, just uh, try to encourage people in, in their day. And I'm trying to reach out to more people outside the church with that. Um, but, but the psalms are filled with a psalmist questioning God about things that, that are happening on around them that they had, seem to have no control over. But every one of those psalms where they begin by questioning God about their suffering or about His justice or those, any, any kind of thing that comes up. First of all, they're, they're turning to God for, for these, the, with these questions. But every one of them says, Lord, I trust You. Uh, but Lord, I, my, my, my hope is in You. Lord, 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 I, I, I know that You are my protector, my, my shield. I know that You are my fortress. So even if they have uh, lots of questions for God at the beginning of the psalm, it always turns out with a statement of faith. And it never says that God gave them an answer in those psalms. But he does say, but they do say, Lord, I trust you. You've helped, you've helped me in the past. You've helped our people in the past. Lord, I trust in you and I trust in your promises. And so when we turn to God, when, when we begin trusting him, he answers us. He gives us um, encouragement. He, he fulfills his promises to us to care for us and to sustain us. And, 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 and we can go to God with, with our questions too and ask Him. And, 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 and if we seek wisdom, ask God and He gives it. The warning is when you ask God for wisdom about certain situations, make sure you do it in faith and not in doubt. Because what happens is when we begin to doubt God, um, we become tossed by the wind, He says here. Back, back and forth, back and forth. Um, and, and we think the pressure and, and anxiety is bad. Um, when, when we begin doubting God and, and uh, turning to our own devices instead and to our own understanding, I mean, it, 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 we fall right into the chaos that, that the world is in already. And it's bringing about more stress and more anxiety. The other thing I, I noticed about what he says about faith here is that... It, in a way, um, faith becomes a cumulative thing. When we believe God and trust in Him during the, the problems of our life, if we turn to God for our answers, what happens is, is it causes us to become steadfast. Now, I talked about you know, the troubles and trials of life tossing us around, and, and that if we doubt God, that's what happens. Well, the opposite is true. That, that, that faith in the midst of, of pressure and, and, and turning to God builds up our steadfastness. It helps us to become stable. It helps us to become strong in the Lord. It helps us to persevere through, through the problem. Because we, we know that ultimately God cares for us, that He loves us, that He's, he's offered to, to help us. And, and that, that He'll continue to help us through the troubles and trials of life. It, it becomes cumulative. The more faith that we have in God, the, the, the more faith we'll have in the future. The, the more we turn things over to God right now in, in our situation, the easier it becomes to turn things over to God. When we harden our hearts to God, 
I mean, we turn away from Him in, in doubt because, because of our fears or anxieties. Um, we harden our heart even further the next time God speaks to us. And it no longer becomes just about the troubles and trials of life. Um, it, it becomes about, about our salvation. Because I, I believe that if we continue to say no to God and we continue to, to harden our hearts to Him, um, you know, God will back away from us. And, and, and we've turned away from Him. And before we know it, it's like the book of Hebrews says, we, we've made a shipwreck of our faith. It's not because uh, we lose salvation just as like, like we lose our car keys, or even so much that we just, um, or, or that, that God unsaves us. It's because we have turned away, and God is a gentleman. He allows our free will to work. And if we keep turning away from God in doubt and harden our hearts to Him, we'll find ourselves in a desperate situation, losing our salvation. And we'll go right back into the worldly ways. We'll go right back into the old habits. We'll go right back into the old life. And seek our solutions in ourselves and be caught up in the chaos that's in the world. But the more that we have faith, the, more, the stronger we become in God. And, and, and the next trial that, that comes along, we're able to rise above it in our hearts and minds. And I think that, that, that's the beauty of, of Christianity in this world. That, that the more we trust in God and have faith in Him, the more we're able to rise above the troubles and trials of life so that we become steady and steadfast. And people begin looking at us and say, how in the world do you do it? <laughs> How in the world do, do, do you um, be, become this person? How, how in the world are you able to go through all, you know, to, to handle all this when all this is coming against you? And you have an opportunity to say, well, it's because I love the Lord and He's given me strength and I know that He's helping me even if I can't see Him doing it. Faith helps us to persevere. Faith helps us to become strong. He even says here in verse 4, let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Now again, we balk at that word perfect. But perfect simply means, in, in, in the scriptural context, um, having a wholeness of heart towards God. Becoming a, 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 all that God wants us to be. Becoming a whole person within us. Becoming a, a strong person of faith within us. Becoming... Um, Christ-like within us. It doesn't always mean a perfect performance. We, we, I'll just say this. Ever since the Enlightenment, we've taken the word perfection to mean this quantifiable thing. That you have to be, in every part of your behavior, you have to be exactly right. That, uh, perfection has come to mean exactness in, in, in every, single, um, every single way. But that's not what perfection is in the Bible. Perfection is having a wholeness of heart, not having a divided heart, not, 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 not a heart that focuses on me and myself and I and, and then tries to focus on God on the other half, but, 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 but a heart that, that, that is whole and complete and undivided and given over to God in faith. The more faith that we have in God during the pressures of life, the, the, the more growth that we have in, in, in our strength in God, 
And, and eventually what happens is our, 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 we, we, we're, we're made healthy and whole before God. The idea of, of, of perfection here has to do with, 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 with completion, coming to um, the end of what God has for us. Even if our behavior doesn't always match up to it. We still live in a simple fallen world, but we're, we're still mortal, fallible human beings. We're, we're limited in, in, in our knowledge. We're limited by our mortality, our health, and those kinds of things. And, and sometimes we, we, we act out of those things. But a person who is steadfast in the faith, who, who has um, reached this wholeness in Christ, the, 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 this undivided focus on, on, on God and what He wants from me, what happens is um, eventually the, those outer things are taken care of, and, and, and as long as our hearts are right with God, what happens is um, when the Spirit convicts us when we do wrong, the Spirit is there to tell us immediately, and, and, and we're able to take care of it. Lord, I did wrong. Forgive me. It's not that we sin every day in word, deed, and thought, and that's all we're ever going to be. I mean, uh, what did Jesus die for if that's true? <laughs> if, I, if I'm just a sinner saved by grace, then, then what did Jesus die for? I don't think it was just to make us right with God. I think it was to make us right. <laughs> There's a transformation that happens. So what, what, what faith under pressure does is it helps us to grow in Christ. And the more we seek Him, the more God reaches out to us too. And, and the more we receive God. Now it's not that God has given us half Himself. But, it, but it's because that, that we have given half ourselves to God. We, we, we've given Him half our attention. And, and, and therefore, when, when, when trouble and pressure comes because we've given God half our attention, we'll find ourselves under this anxiety, under this stress. But a whole heart focused on God helps us through every situation, helps us to rise above Him, helps us to have hope for the next day, gives us strength because of God's promises. He has helped people in the past, He'll help me today. And, and, and I believe that, and I don't doubt. And so when the troubles come, I turn to Him. Faith perfects us in Christ. Faith perfects us in love, our love for God and love for others. It completes us. It makes us whole people. And that's what James is offering his people and reminding them of today. That, 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 that though you, you've been scattered you know, like the wind... And, and, and though you're facing all these pressures to reestablish yourselves, and though you're, you're facing poverty because you're trying to eke out a living after all this great dispersion that's happened, he's saying, put your faith in God. Don't give up. Turn to Him. And He'll continue to help you and give you strength and help you to live and, and meet your potential in Jesus Christ. Well, ask Michael if you'll again uh, play I Surrender All. And if you're struggling with, with the pressures of life, um, I would invite you to come to this altar and pray. I know, I know we had an anointing time a little while ago because a lot of you are having, a lot of our people in our church are having health problems. I think it's, it's good to stand in and pray for each other. But if you feel led this morning that, that you need uh, to pray again, you come. And, and, and I'll pray with you. And just come in faith and don't doubt. Let's go.
Father, that they would turn to faith in you, even in the pressures and troubles and trials of life, Lord, that they would give themselves fully to you. We trust in you, Lord. You increase our faith. You test us, Lord. We draw closer to you and strengthen our life in you. get to the back, you may be the